Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Shocking video, Lee. No, what is it? Really what is it says time? kind of where we are as a country. Yeah. Times Square, right? Right. I can remember my dad taking me to Times Square. We had the coolest trip together when I was a teenager because, um, you know, my dad lived in Manhattan many years. My family's from New York. And he wanted to show it to me. Um, and all the places he had spent time at as a young man. And so I got the coolest tour of New York ever. Flew in there. We went to see an off-Broadway show. We ate. Um, it was just the neatest trip. I never forgot it. New York seems so big um, after Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, Times Square, oh my gosh, it was just so cool. And so this past summer, um, we had a family reunion uh, up in New York. We have huge, sprawling family reunions up there. A lot of my family still farms uh, in the northern part of New York, and um, they come together in a big way every, you know, seven years or so to a decade. So this was a big one. And um, my dad had put me on a train to go to New York, and that takes a lot more time, but he wanted me to see the country. And so I can remember, I'll never forget that train ride. I'll never forget seeing the country that way. I'll never forget um, going into New York on the train and feeling so... Um, I don't know, I'm mature, I was 16, um, navigating um, off that train by myself and meeting my dad at the train station because he was in New York for something else. It was for business, so I was meeting him there. Um, and so we had a chance, you know, my dad and I were talking about, hey, let's, you know, let's put the boys on a train because my daughter had a tournament and let's go up there for the family reunion, just like, like we did. And I pulled the plug on it. <laughs> I did um, because we would have to have a layover um, of two hours and I can imagine standing there for two hours with my suitcases marking me as a tourist and what might happen to me in New York and then we decided that even trans we look I looked at a bus even transferring was just too dangerous so ultimately we skipped it because I didn't want to drive by myself um, all of those hours just because I wouldn't be able to switch off with my husband because he was going to be with my daughter at the tournament, and I was afraid, you know, tiredness-wise, I just didn't want to do it. It was, it's a, we, we didn't go. Um, and, and we had originally started exploring the idea of the train option, the bus option, uh, and the plane option, all of them costing the same, um, basically, surprisingly, and um, thinking, well, you know, I don't want to drive, tiredness issues, stuff like that, because um, I'm usually tired for a couple of days when I step away from this job, and I'm just, I know, I don't want to get in a car. So um, we just pulled the plug on the whole thing. And um, it's stuff like this that we just saw here. I mean, so the same iconic Times Square trip that my dad and I were talking about, hey, it'd be so cool to do with the grandkids. Nah, not anymore. 
Headline, cops beaten. And you should see the video. It wasn't a little beating, okay? Cops beaten by rowdy illegal immigrant mob near Times Square. Have you seen this? No, I, I have not seen this. Saw the headline, had not seen this, but this is just yet another one of these things that should never have happened, but is happening because of failed policy or, you know, policy that is wrong that is causing this. So there's an NYPD uh, police officer, is how it started in the lieutenant, and these migrants, illegal immigrants, let's call them what they are, were loitering at around 8.30 p.m. Saturday evening, West 42nd Street, Manhattan. I know that area um, from my dad showing it to me. And um, he, they said, hey, just move along. Nobody's pushing them, shoving them, being mean, any of those things cops get accused of. No, it's just please move along. Migrants didn't take kindly to that. They started beating the cops. Because why not? I mean, if they don't have to abide by any of our other laws, yeah. why would yeah. they abide? Oh, yeah. I mean, why would they? I mean, that's actually logical if you think right. about it. Because it starts the second they cross the border. Right. You don't have to obey the law. You break the difference. law yeah. and you get a free cell phone. You break the law walking up here and we've already given you a $500 cash card at the expense of the U.S. taxpayer funneled through the U.N. as we learned this week, right? So you are rewarded every step of the way. You're paid every step of the way. You're celebrated. You are the most important people right now to the Democrat Party, to the American leaders of American citizens country. are removed from their residences to make room for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're royalty. So um, things quickly get out of hand. New York Post reports. You can go there to see the video. It's going to make you mad, though. That's when, here's New York Post reporting, that's when the rest of the punks converge on the officers, raining kicks to the head uh, and body of the pair of New York's finest. Um, so other officers, um, you know, infiltrated the scene. The video shows the two officers left on the ground as the pack runs east on 42nd Street. Um, police eventually bust them. They are all illegal immigrants. Darwin Andreas Gomez is Kizel, Kelvin Servat Arrocha, Juarez Wilson, and Jorman Reveron. All four are arrested and charged with assault. So this is not a small assault. This is throw the officer to the ground, kick him in the head. Okay, that's that's serious. What happened, do you think? Okay, so these are highly deportable people, all right? These are people that could be turned over to ICE custody. Yeah. New York's a sanctuary city. and In a these, sane country. In a sane country, and these are royalty. So these people are royalty. I mean, they literally are a, 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 a elevated class in the dual justice system. That runs our country. They're released. No bond. No bond. Not detained, not turned over to ICE, released, and not on bond. Released with no bond. So I, at this point, New York City has fallen. It is uninhabitable. You cannot go there with your family. Think about what an iconic city mm -hmm. is. Yep. New York is in the world. Think what it used to be. What it used to be. God, I went there when it was what it used to be. I mean, when just, people who at least so pretended exciting. to be Republicans were mayors. Right. And even Democrats would have never accepted such a thing. Outrage. There would have been outrage among Democrat voters when I was 16 and I went yeah, there. Your dad's Democrat Party. Yes. Not, exactly. not today. Not, not today's today. party. And this, so, I mean, and when you look at the last big story of, with the legal immigrants that we covered out of New York, a story I'm still following uh, used to have to be you'd fly down to, to Juarez if you wanted to buy underage girls from all over the country 
you can now go to a prostitution zone off Brooklyn run entirely by the cartels. And the police are frustrated. It's why they're telling the New York Post about it because they're not allowed to make arrests there. So the Democrat Party is now carving out special conquered spaces for the cartels. Let, let that sink in. Um, this morning, as Dan Patrick, and I'll play some of this, and, and, and if, you, if you're watching my Rumblecast, my Twitter cast, my Instagram cast, if you're watching any of that, the show today is called The Democrat Party is Merging with the Cartels. And they are. And you have Dan Patrick, the Lieutenant Governor of Texas, and the Attorney General of Texas have both warned us in the last 72 hours the cartels and Democrat Party are merging and they are taking territory in the country. Now, this is not just... Um, about, this is not just about, hey, they're, they're smuggling at the border and making $13 billion a year, which they are uh, in partnership with Joe. But, but they're, they're actively doing this. They are creating networks that will be there for a long time, as Ken Paxton uh, explained this week, long after Joe Biden is gone. And he said, we don't know how to handle them. He said there is a deal between the Border Patrol and the cartels. So the cartels turn over the illegals to the Border Patrol after bringing them over. But they're not done. They move into the country on this network that the Democrats and the cartels are building. This is an incredible story. Take a listen to Paxton warning us earlier this week. They're taking federal law and dismantling it. And he's making up his own rules as we go that allow the cartels to gain a foothold, a strong, really strong foothold in the United States, not just in my state, but really across the, they're building a network across the country so that they can keep doing this well after Biden's gone. Coming up, wait till you hear, wait till you hear what Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick saying the same thing and more the size of this network on the ground. It's over 10,000. I'm going to give you a hint. That's an army. Mm -hmm. That is an army. This is the muscle, I think, that the Democrats have wanted for a long time, Lee. They need muscle. They need fear. They need somebody. They need to get rid of the police who answer the people and love the people and have relatives in the community and are loyal to city council members and mayors who they work for. They need to push them out so they can fill the void. And this is being done on purpose. Wait do you hear Patrick, Dan Patrick, describe this coming up in the next segment. Stay tuned. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. Going to cover this uh, coming up this week on the Battleground America podcast. You can get it wherever you download your podcast. I've been predicting for a while the merger of the Democrat Party and the cartels and documenting how it is, has been happening. It is the ideal transnational muscle. And that you will see and we are seeing that the cartels take territory inside this country. It's going to start in blue areas and we can keep it out of red areas if we're aware of it and understand it. It's not here yet. But it will be at this rate. With Ken Paxton warning this week um, that that the Biden administration has partnered with the cartels. He is working to figure out, as Attorney General of Texas, exactly how it has happened. But they are working in tandem to move people over the border. And he says they have cut a deal again where the cartels now come directly to the Border Patrol. They used to run from the Border Patrol. That's what's so jaw-dropping here. And they are now working in tandem at the border. And he's explained, look, this is why we have to fight the fight to, to, to block them. He is cooperating, not just cooperating, but he's literally in partnership with these cartels. In the old days, they used to come and try to hide and run away from Border Patrol. Joe Biden has cut a deal somehow where these cartels transport people directly to the Border Patrol, and then they move them around the country. So we're in a terrible situation. Nothing like this country has ever seen before. And I fear the consequences of Joe Biden's decisions for the next years. The network they are building is permanent. This is not just a swap at the border, though, he says. They're taking federal law and dismantling it. And he's making up his own rules as we go that allow the cartels to gain a foothold, a strong, really strong foothold in the United States, not just in my state, but really across the... They're building a network across the country so that they can keep doing this well after Biden's gone. Texas Lieutenant Governor, second in charge in Texas, Dan Patrick, uh, explain this to Maria Bartiromo. He says, we're facing a cartel army that goes strong, grows stronger by the day. Listen to the numbers here. They are jaw-dropping. This is a stat that many people have never heard. We've arrested 13,163 smugglers since we started Operation Lone Star several years ago. 90% of those smugglers are U.S. citizens. The drug cartels work with the gangs to distribute their drugs. They also wow. work with the gangs to give them specific GPS coordinates where to pick up people crossing the border illegally. This year, we passed Senate Bill 4, I believe was the exact number. Senator Pete Flores passed this bill that now in Texas, when we arrest you, you're an American citizen, a minimum of 10 years in prison if you're a smuggler. But imagine that, 13,000 smugglers almost all U.S. citizens, yeah. 90%, in coordination with the cartels. That's why, Maria, when I say it's an invasion, it is an invasion. It's a cartel army 
you know, the founders never dreamed we'd have a president like this one who would just open the door to everyone. And, and they said, well, invasion if, if a, an army came. Well, we're yeah. facing an army. Yeah, we're facing sure an army. Uh, but, and they're well-armed, they're well-coordinated, they're making yeah. millions and millions of dollars off of Joe Biden. Yeah. So the good news is yesterday, uh, House panel passed the articles of impeachment for Mayorkas. And every time I talk about this, people say, well, you know, it isn't going to matter. They're going to replace him with someone more radical. I'm sure they will. But this is how we draw attention to this with the trial of Mayorkas. We have to do the work of, of drawing attention, of making the argument to the American people who've only really begun to wake up to this in the last three to four weeks. But they are waking up. That's the good news. Uh, because uh, since Biden has taken office, the condition of the economy has been the number one issue in Gallup polling, in the tracking polls. For the first time, immigration has surpassed it, not by a little, by 11 points. So this is getting out. For the first time, the American people are waking up. And it's easy to lose perspective on that if you're a talk radio or listener. You've known this stuff for years. You know how bad it is down there. But the American people don't. They are victims of the media. And Zero Hedge has a fantastic uh, article uh, yesterday talking about just the scope of the blackout of, of what is going on in the main, you know, in Texas, in the mainstream media. It's almost entirely blacked out. New York Times, Washington Post, aren't covering it other than covering the Army of God trucker convoy going down there, but they're not really filling in the blanks like, okay, here's why they're going down there. This is, we've had a record-breaking month. This is what is going on. Um, Aside from Joy Reid suggesting that if you don't want to be invaded by the cartel army, you are a white supremacist, there hasn't, and she hasn't even given you the full scope there, there hasn't really been an understanding of this. And yet... Americans are still somehow getting this and waking up. I think a lot of it's Twitter. It is full on wide open on Twitter. You can learn about it with videos and photos and reporters uh, who are going around the mainstream media. Mainstream media usage, by the way, hit a record low um, usage rate. So people are going to real reporters now who are on Twitter. They can't stop it. People on Twitter sharing things with people off Twitter. They haven't figured out how to stop that. And that gives me a great deal of hope, but really does. Uh, what is going on there on a daily basis? You need to be on Twitter. Twitter has this amazing feature. Okay, you can go on there. You open an account. You know what it does? It lets you find your friends and family who are on Twitter, even if they're not using, like, their real name. And you can friend them to get them to friend you back. So you can begin spreading this in your circles. You don't have to go on there first day and just have one follower. Or, you know, I don't know how to tell people stuff. Find your friends, find your family, spread, 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 spread this. Everyone you know, and there's a feature. It'll take your emails. Yes, you do have to give them information, but shoot, government already has it all on you anyway. It doesn't matter. And it can go through your phone and find everybody you know on Twitter. Follow them all. The kind of way it works on Twitter is they follow you back and start spreading it, spreading it. Retweet me. Find somebody else you like. Retweet them. Go find Todd Benzman. Retweet him. Retweet Tucker. All of these people are doing the work. And you can show your friends and family what is actually going on. If you don't have time to go volunteer, take over a precinct, do this, this is the best thing you could do. You could do it in your pajamas at night. There is an absolute revolution going on on Twitter. And this is how 
despite the mainstream media blackout, which is just freaky, the blackout. It's obviously coming from on high. It's obviously the, the FBI still censoring. It's obvious. By the way, you know what? I went on Instagram the other day, right? And producer Tim, who's a young whippersnapper, has taught me how to hashtag. Thanks, Tim. So that I can reach people who care about topics, right? So you would put hashtag border, right? If you're doing a video on the border, I put my video up there, right? And it suggests the most popular border topics. You do that on Twitter, you'll see like 5 million have used the hashtag border in the last few days. It's a popular topic. You go to Instagram, which is owned by Mark Zuckerberg, Meta. And you put in hashtag border, you know what comes up? Border collie. There's no border hashtag. It's not allowed. In other words, no, there's, no, there's no category for it. As if nothing's going on. The biggest border-related hashtag category on there, it's got a couple million, is border collie. That's the level of the censorship. You can see the FBI's hands right there. They're still operating the way that they were in, inside of Twitter. And we know that because of the Twitter files. We have the emails. We have the data. We have the shutdown accounts. But on Twitter, you can go online. You can tell people. You can find people. You let people know. You can share. You can be a foot soldier. And it is making a difference. An 11-point digit, double-digit difference. I, it's got to be where it's coming from. There's no other way these people could be finding out what's going on at the border because they're being blacked out by the mainstream media. We can go around them for now, at least until they put Elon Musk into prison. And I don't think that's going to be until after the election. And yes, they are trying to put him into prison. Um, Wall Street Journal reported that months ago they have opened a criminal case against him. So they will try to take him down and they will try to take Twitter. But until then, you know, going into this election, this is the only way we have. And this is the thing you need to do. And it's fun. It's a good way to vent, good way to get it out, good way to share these videos. So much breaking news this morning right here. Keep it tuned to The Terror Show. By the way, check out our merchandise store, Patriot Wear. You're going to love the Patriot Wear, especially the T-shirts. Text STORE to our text line 71307 or go to outlawstitching.com. That's outlawstitching.com. Hats, mugs, cool T-shirts, and the works. Text keyword store to 71307. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Good morning. Brief warning um, about strep throat. Ten-year-old in our community has tragically died from strep throat. That happens. People still die of strep throat. It's very dangerous. Got to get it treated. About 8,000 die a year of strep throat in America. But there is a, if you're a medical, in the medical community, there is a strain of strep throat going through the upstate area. Ten-year-old died of it. God bless her. Went to karate practice. Went to school. Has been fighting what they thought was a flu for a while. Went to sleep. Didn't wake up. The reason I'm bringing this up, and it's really tragic this morning, is to give you a warning. This brand of strep throat uh, is one, how should I put this, a doctor, a friend of mine said they had never seen before. Normally you can see the blisters. And the child had been checked, three doc- separate doctors, four blisters, no blisters, did a rapid strep test, negative. It tests negative on the rapid strep. You will not catch it. So what you need to do is culture that strep test. So if you suspect your child or you has strep, someone you love, they've got a flu, they've been fighting for a while, the strep got into the child's blood. There's three people have died of this, this particular strain of strep right now in this community. Um, and it's so dangerous because it's undetectable. Extremely easy to treat. Moxicillin, 10 bucks, would have saved the child. But they didn't know. I mean, mom did everything right, took the child to three separate doctors. What is this flu? Why wouldn't it go away? She's draggy. Uh, it was strep. But it did not. So if you are in, in the medical profession this morning, you're getting up, you're going in early, culture those strep tests right now. That's the third death. And there was an autopsy on that one. Um, if you are, if you've got a flu that won't go away, but you've had a negative strep test, go straight back to the doctor. Get that test cultured. Make sure it wasn't just the rapid test because a lot of doctor's offices are using those now. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Make sure you get a culture. If it's your child right now and they have the flu, when you go to the doctor, what do you want? You want a Strep test with culture, not the rapid test. You can get that too, but it'll come up negative. And the doctor will tell you the child doesn't have strep because they'll look and there's no blisters. A doctor friend of mine said, I've never seen anything like, I've never seen this in my entire career. Uh, She's been decades as a doctor. She said, I've never seen strep like this. Negative on the strep test and no blisters, no visible signs. You do have symptoms, flu-like. So I'm going to say that in this, this in every hour. This is one of these times where I get to use this microphone to maybe save some lives. If you're in the medical community, culture, 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 culture. This does not register on the rapid strep test for some reason. It's a weird strain. Um, and again, if you've had a flu that you've been fighting, hasn't gone away, it might be strep. By the way, this can happen too with skin strep, the kind on your skin. So if you've had that, you need to be careful. Um, it can get in your blood. And it's a very, very easy thing to treat. All right. Meanwhile, here we go. Alaska. The big media, um, the big word in the media, 2023 was the hottest year on record. Hmm. (laughs) I doubt that. Had the story straight off the EPA website. It's on still on my Twitter feed. 80% of the temperature monitors are actually showing lower temperatures. Um, 
than in the beginning of the century, not higher temperatures than in the beginning of the century, just 20% show higher temperatures. Those are all the ones that are in heat sinks, i.e. cities. Okay, so I don't believe this, but whatever, the media is reporting it. But what they're not reporting right now is what's going on in Alaska. Have you seen Alaska? Roofs are collapsing because there's so much snow. Eight feet of snow, roofs are collapsing. People are telling, the, the government's saying, hey, go out on your roof, knock the snow off because your roof will cave in. Anchorage just saw Anchorage, Alaska, the fastest climb to 100 inches of snow ever on record. And here's a local news report. You ain't going to hear this in the mainstream media. You can see snowiest years today uh, goes to this year, 23-24, uh, for 97.6 inches of snowfall. And then the second uh, snowiest year to date through today uh, goes to 2012 season, uh, which was the snowiest year on record. And uh, we are likely going to continue to see that potential for more snow as we head through the rest of winter. Yeah. So that's the kind of story they don't emphasize. You don't hear that outside of Alaska. When they tell you, oh, it's the warmest ever. Well, yeah, you know what? Every single year, we shatter heat records. We do. And every year, we shatter cold records, too. So if you just talk about the heat records, it's kind of well, it's kind of deceptive. Kind of not um, a right thing to be doing. Okay. Meanwhile, Joe Biden, y'all, on the campaign trail back in 2020, Trump is going to get, this is funny in retrospect, Trump is going to get us into war with Iran. He is. He's been killing these generals, these Quds Force members who kill Americans. We don't do that. We let them kill Americans because then they will be nice and we will not have a war or something. Here's Biden, 2020. The world has changed because of what Trump has done. And the American people, including independents and some Republicans, know how bad he is, know how much he's misrepresented, know how he's getting close to getting us in a war. I said, as the walls close in on this man, I'm worried he's going to get us to war in Iran. Unfortunately, I may have been right. The fact of the matter is there's a lot at stake in this election. Mm -hmm. Antony Blinken, our secretary of state yesterday rocked not just America, but the world by admitting how bad it is right now in the Middle East. How dangerous. I would argue that we have not seen a situation as as dangerous as the one we're facing now across yeah, we the are. region since at least 1973. It's safe four months ago, and now it's never been as dangerous. Since at least 1973, he then went on to say, maybe ever. Maybe ever. Wow. Kaylee McEnany, epic rant, Trump's former uh, press secretary, pointing out with this clip on Fox News yesterday, Jake Sullivan, advisor to um, Joe Biden, foreign policy, guy's a disaster. Four months ago, said it's great, safe, it's everything's fine, there's nothing going on. Four months ago. Fast forward to yesterday with Anthony Blinken saying, uh, most dangerous we've seen it in 50 years, maybe ever. Prepare for a very bad case of whiplash as you watch this. Listen to the Biden administration. In just four months, listen to the language change. The war in Yemen is in its 19-month truce. For now, the Iranian attacks against U.S. forces have stopped. Our presence in Iraq is stable. I emphasize for now because all of that can change. And the Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. I would argue that we have not seen a situation as 
as dangerous as the one we're facing now across the region since at least 1973. It's safe four months ago, and now it's never been as dangerous. Yeah, and these are liberal policies. When you put them into play, you always get the same results. Here's I, I, I had the wrong clip there. I want to play the full clip because I want you to hear the end of this. Um, when he talks about the danger, me, I'll let him hear. I'll let him tell you. This is Anthony Blinken. Very important to note that this is an incredibly volatile time in the Middle East. Um, I would argue that we have not seen a situation as as dangerous as the one we're facing now across the region since at least 1973, and arguably uh, even uh, even before that. Wow. Why would you say that if you're Secretary of State? Why would you throw Chairman Ho under the bus? Well, you're saving yourself, for starters. But you don't want to be caught by a horrific attack. I'm talking even worse than the one we just had with the three soldiers killed. And not be on the record saying that first. So that you can then say, look, I've acknowledged this. This is, we know this is reality. You don't want to look like you're dumb, like you've gotten caught, like you didn't know. He's saying that because they anticipate much worse coming out of the Middle East. And I want to remind you, from Trey Yanks, who is actually on the ground in the Middle East, reports for Fox News what it was like under Trump, after Trump assassinated, correctly assassinated Soleimani. He's Quds Force, he was a terrorist, uh, and he had attacked American troops. And how little of a problem Iran was after that comparatively. Here's Trey Yanks. Oh, let me... Flip the channel. Here we go. Trey Yings, y'all. And when we look back just a few years, look at the beginning of 2020, when during the Trump administration, a drone strike was ordered against top Iranian general Qasem Soleimani outside of Baghdad's international airport. And look at the Iranian response at that moment. We're talking about 13 ballistic missiles that were fired at the al-Assad base in western Iraq that still houses American troops. And that was considered a large response by the Iranians. Now the Iranians are using ballistic missiles on a weekly basis. They're firing rockets and drones toward American troops across the Middle East. You have Iran-backed Houthis in Yemen that are targeting not just commercial ways in the Red Sea, but also American Navy ships that are operating in this area. Eric? So that was under Trump, where Joe said, oh, Trump's going to get us into a war. We can't kill their generals. That'll make them mad. They're Quds generals. That's what he was. He was a terrorist. Soleimani. Can't do that. No, no, I got a better way. I'm just let him hit us. It'll be great. We won't get into a war. Three people are dead. What a contrast, y'all. It's just common sense. These are common sense things. Texture writes, hey, Tira, regarding strep infection, serious thing. Friends of ours in North Carolina, young mom of two, had strep, morphed into sepsis, attacked her organs. They were able to shave her, but had to amputate both arms and legs due to organ failure, shut down. This is dangerous. Thanks for telling people to get the culture tested. Yeah, so if you are in the medical field, uh, if you've had a negative strep test here in Greenville, uh, three people have now died from an undetectable strain of strep. It does not, it is not detected on the rapid test. And it also does not present to doctors with fever blisters that they normally could see in your throat. It'll fool a doctor. This poor 10-year-old who went to bed and never woke up again, 
Uh, this j- just happened here. In fact, three people have died this way now in the Greenville area. Uh, three doctors missed it because they used the rapid strep test and, and there was no appearance of the blisters. So there's no, it just seemed like a flu that wouldn't go away. So if you've had a negative strep test, go right back to the doctor right now because this is going around. They they just did the autopsy on her. Beautiful little girl. So really, really sad. Um, and I want to tell, get this word out to medical providers, parents, uh, if it seems like your kid has the flu, especially if it won't go away, go back, get the strep test, but demand a culture. No, I want a culture, not a rapid test. Um, and some doctor's offices are doing cultures. That's awesome. Um, others are not. You need to demand. You, I need to get a culture of this. That's the only way you're going to catch it. And the sad thing is with all three deaths that have now happened in Greenville County, amoxicillin, um, 10 bucks would have knocked it out. Um, so... Just getting the word out, I know a lot of medical professionals. Listen here, if you work in a doctor's office, tell the doctor. Again, three doctors saw this. And I had a doctor tell me I've never seen strep like that that doesn't have the physical symptoms, like the physical, the fever blisters. Uh, texture rates. Um, and he gained them talking about Iran, $6 billion. Joe is financing it. War might get him reelected. Well, no, it was actually $16 billion cash he's given them uh, since September. Um, it is $100 billion total. The way that Trump kept Iran locked down and under control was very simple. He put crippling sanctions on them to the point where people were struggling to get enough food for their families. People were struggling to get enough food for their families. And they were in the streets and they had the regime on its knees. So this is what we need to do. This is not hard thing. Look, the Quds Force did this. Their proxies did this on the ground. That's why Trump hit Soleimani. He assassinated him. That's who we hit. These are not hard things. By the way, talk radio is really scaring me this morning. And yesterday, I was listening to it all over the country. I don't know who these morons are. We have some bad talk radio in the country. Let's go to war with Iran now! What? Why? They've got enough fissile material for 12 nukes. They may actually have the nukes. No, we don't need to go to Iran. We need to stop war with Iran. We need to stop funding Iran. And when we strike, we need to do it the way that Trump did it. It keeps us out of war. We And you you hit the Quds Force. You hit the generals. You hit, and the thing with Soleimani, you got to understand, he was a terrorist on the ground, okay? He's not a guy ensconced in Tehran. He's not demolished. He's not the leadership. He's the terrorist they send out to run these proxies. You take them out. 